0: hi everyone what's up it's me stephanie um i tried recording this a few times uh the last few days but i've been sick and i sound sick and i have brain fog and i don't think i was like articulating myself as well as i could in a clear state of mind um, I'm gonna get tested for COVID today, and I'll know if that's why I had a 104 fever. Um, okay, so let's just get into it. NFTs, let's talk about it. Um, I just want to first and foremost say that I am not giving anyone financial advice. I am not doing any of that. What I'm doing is sharing a world with endless creative possibilities with other really creative people who I think, you know, could find a way to use. Um, And you don't have to. And there are other ways to create, make money, whatever, right? This is just one way. And it seems to be interesting people. And you know, why not? Let's talk about it. NFTs. First and foremost, what is an NFT? Hmm. An NFT is a non-fungible token. I'm going to explain this in the most simplest, most, like the most... Easy way to grasp it. I'm going to avoid using Web3 language. Web3 meaning the language of the metaverse. Um, I'm going to use plain, simple English. Okay. So, if I had to explain to you what an equivalent to an NFT is, I would say that a very unique vintage one-of-one Chanel shoe is. (laughs) I would say that a one-of-one Chanel vintage shoe in some ways would have the same value as an NFT because there was only one of them it is Chanel, it's vintage. Now, in a lot of people's minds, those three words mean absolutely nothing. One of one, vintage Chanel. They're like, none of those words ring any bells to me. None of those words scream value to me. Now that's the interesting thing. The value of an NFT is given by the consumers. And every consumer has a different opinion. Now, if the majority of a population starts shifting into the paradigm where NFTs are seen as something valuable, as you know, a vintage Chanel Oxford shoe is valuable to the fashion girlies, then its value would hike up right so that's what an nft is an nft is a unique item a unique token usually one of one but doesn't have to be one of one and if it's unique and there's only one and you're the one who owns it then let's use again childish terms you have the cool thing you have the thing of value if it's a valuable to you and other people who consume that type of artwork. Are you following, am I making sense? It can be compared to that. It can be compared to a vintage one-of-one one luxury item. And again, like I said, the value of that depends on who you're talking to just like everything else so this argument that nfts aren't valuable they're just you know they're a digital asset why is that why is that valuable well just because your mind has not been able to make that leap to seeing its value yet doesn't mean that it's not because clearly it is valuable if we're entering Entering a space where a lot of people are making money off of it. If giants like celebrities are have their toes in it, that should tell you everything you need to know. Um, and it can be kind of terrifying because now that we know that they know, we know that they felt the rumblings of the wave some artists might be scared to approach the space. But a celebrity is sometimes an artist, but a celebrity in a corporation is not the same as a artist artist. You know what I mean? And we're still early, and I still think that there are things that these corporations and celebrities and athletes have not been able to tap into yet just because it's not their sphere of expertise necessarily so to debate its valuable it's to debate its value is kind of like a dead end street of an argument Because, you know, some people collect Beanie Babies and they find that to be valuable. And I don't find them to be valuable. So, you know. But I'll explain to you why this will grow in value. And examples of how it can be used to boost the experience of a product that you may sell. Um, But before I get into that. Now that I explained what an NFT is, I need to also say that an NFT is not a physical object that you own IRL in real life. It can be. There can be a good attached to the NFT. And again, if you're hearing NFT and you're still like, okay, I understand what it is in the sense of I understand its value or its non-value. But what is it actually? Like if I wanted one, what is it? So I'll explain it to those who might not know at all it is essentially an image online okay it's an image online that you can purchase now this image can be a picture that somebody took with a camera scanned it put it on the on the platform that they're selling it on such as um, OpenSea that's called a marketplace Um, or Rarible that's another one Or they could do an animation, they could do a GIF, they can. The possibilities are endless. It could be music, it could be a scribble that you drew, it could be a picture of your notebook journal entry of the day, it can be literally anything, right? So you post it online and somebody can buy it. Now, You may be thinking, why would I want to buy any of that, though? Like I if I'm going to buy art, I want it in my house. There are some people who, like I said, like I said, offer a functionality with their NFT. So they might give you an actual art piece or they the art piece might be a token to events that they may host in the future. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Or like if you buy the NFT, you get half off on a product that they sell for the rest of your life. Like whatever, right? There are ways for it to be more than just an image on a computer. But even it being just an image on a computer screen, there's immense value in it. And let me explain to you why. There's value because of copywriting issues. And there's value because it allows creators to have rights and ownership over their creation let me further explain i'm going to use this example graphic designers so i don't know if i mean maybe not everyone considers themselves graphic designers but people who design uh t-shirts clothing right they often find images on the internet and collage them, morph them into different things and turn it into their own art. It's a form of collaging, I would say. And then they get those you know, printed on their t-shirts and they sell them. The images that they took to create that art, those artists never get paid, they never really get credited and they might never even know that their images were used for that in an nft world that would be preventable people would think twice and now you might be thinking oh fuck like we can't just take art and and make art like what is this is like all this ownership shit listen i understand it sucks that <laughs> that we have to be we have to be like this and we have to move like this but it's the world that we're living in right now and i think it's important to at least own what is yours you know if you don't want to buy what someone you know buy someone else's own what's yours by claiming it because if you don't someone will uh in the movie the city of god Uh, it opens up with, um, you know, the kid talking about his living in the favela, and he's like, "Um, or something like that. It's something along the lines of, if if I stay, the monster will eat me, and if I go, the monster will, will eat me either way, like, Uh, And that's, that's what I mean when it comes to ownership, like, if you don't claim what's yours, if you don't put your artwork out there and protect it as yours, someone's going to come in and fuck you. And they still might come in and fuck you, even if you put it out and claim that it's yours, but at least you have a better chance at claiming ownership with something like having your image locked in a blockchain. You get what I'm saying? So, you know, I don't wanna shit on the people who who do this because you know, we all make a living, we all do what we gotta do. I'm not here to judge anyone. But I will say that if we move into a world where people start you know privatizing their images and if you want to use them even for a little piece of whatever the fuck you're doing you got to pay up um i think i think there would be a huge economic growth like huge economic boom like in the entire world globally um because theft would be like not it would not be cool it would not be as easy to get away with and people would be compensated for their ideas and their artistic contributions and I don't think there's anything wrong with everyone eating at the table especially if their work is being used. So now graphic designers could do really cool collabs with NFT artists and everyone gets paid. Everyone gets paid a little royalty percentage fee. It's it's better than the alternative when it's just you're just taking it, flipping it and not giving back and that's very American. <laughs> but um crypto NFTs that's not an American thing. This is a global thing now. Okay, so there you go. I hope I explained that. Now, people were asking me about the first steps to minting. Now, to mint a piece, to mint means to basically take the picture, put it on your computer, and put it on the website. It's called minting. That's what that process is called. The first steps is finding the right marketplace for you. <coughs> it depends on the kind of artist that you are. It depends on the cryptocurrency that you want to work with. There's, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana, Tezos, I believe. Excuse me, I need to drink some water. Um, I think I'm pronouncing that right. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Sorry if I'm not. Um, but... Yeah, so it depends on the cryptocurrency that you're working with. Ethereum is, like, the the coin where NFTs live, essentially. So I recommend it over Solana or over some other coins. (coughs) Just because it is the main language. And um, it is... The biggest market right now. But that's not to say that there won't be something else. Um, but this is just like what I'm familiar with. Um, I heard about Solana and I, I've been looking at some Solana projects, but I read a few times that like something happened where like it went down and that freaks me out. Like not went down in price, but like just something went wrong with the blockchain. And I don't know that. Doesn't sound very, um, I could be wrong, that's just what I heard. That doesn't sound very, I don't know, doesn't sound comforting to me. I wouldn't want to experience that. Um, I'm cool with Ethereum and Bitcoin for now. Um, So yeah, I guess it just depends on what coin you want to use. I know that Art Basel right now is partnering with Tesos, I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's going to be embarrassing if I'm not. <laughs> but they are having like some art exhibition with them next year in 2020. I saw that on their website. Um, so I do think that that might be a competitor to look out for, especially because their message is focused on lowering the environmental impact that NFTs are having, apparently. Um, so that's, you know, that's interesting. It's an interesting thing to look out for, but, you know, can't give you any advice on what I'm not familiar with or what I haven't used. Um, so yeah, first figure out what currency you want to use. And the reason that there are these other alternatives and the reason that some people are jumping into them rather than jumping into Ethereum is because it's more affordable and because... know the gas prices are lower so it's just overall a more affordable thing to do it's more affordable to take your image and put it on the platform and mint it you know download it onto the website um you have to pay a fee to do that and on ethereum the it ranges between about like 40 to sometimes 130 to do so it depends on the day depends on how much the ethereum is sitting at um at the time and you know that can be not accessible for some people so that's why they reach out for solana or some other currency and you know i'm not gonna shit on it because like i said i have seen some pretty cool projects and i have seen people succeed in them and you know then they trade their coins over for ethereum or whatever they do um but yeah so first figure out you know what coin you want to work with and then you can figure out what um, marketplace you want to work with nft marketplace you want to work with i have put something out on rareable uh right now i took it down and then um i am on OpenSea, and i'm hoping to get some projects out on foundation but you do need an artist invite so you know when the day comes when i have one i would like to put a project out on that and i think i would like it to be a photography project but, um, yeah, so those are the platforms that I'm looking at that I know of, but there are other platforms for other things. So, if you are like a VR, like video game creator, there are marketplaces for that. There are marketplaces specifically for music as well. Um, it really just depends on the kind of art that you're making and how much research you're willing to do. If you're just willing to, you know, you want to stick with the easiest thing and the safest route and also a reliable route. Go with OpenSea and Rarible. They're not bad platforms at all. So once you do that, once you figure that out, then you need to have a like Web3 wallet. And that requires you downloading either MetaMask or Coinbase Um I know a lot of people use Coinbase. I know a lot of people use MetaMask. I personally am on MetaMask for no particular reason. Um, I just, that's the one I went with. Um, I don't purchase Ethereum with MetaMask. Occasionally, I will. Um, I mainly purchase Ethereum with the Gemini app, which is an app that you can buy crypto on. So I purchase ethereum and bitcoin on cash app and gemini like i said i wish that you could buy ethereum on cash app but as of right now you can't hopefully that changes pretty soon so like i said you'll need the wallet you'll make the wallet you don't need any money to make it just need to make the account so once you have that then you can get started right that's it Um, the reason i don't recommend buying Ethereum on MetaMask, and I recommend just buying straight from something like Gemini's because the fees are lower. And then you can just, you know, once the crypto is in your wallet, then you can transfer it over to MetaMask. So, yeah. Then once you have the wallet, then you're set to go. Then you just put your art out there. You decide what your royalty fees will be. Royalties, meaning, you know, if someone buys your NFT and they trade it and sell it, and Every time your NFT gets traded or sold, you you'll get paid. Essentially, you'll get paid something. So it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So those are the first steps: figure out your wallet situation, figure out what platform you want to use. But also, I would say that figure out the story. This is a really interesting thing with NFTs. It's that people aren't just dropping a piece of art. You know, some people are, but it's really like um these projects are really curated they're not just nonchalant here i just drew this and i'm putting it out there and like i said some people some artists do that and it's really cool um because it's their aesthetic but what i'm noticing is is that all of these like nft all of this nft art is not just an art drop it's a whole it's a story there's a storyline to it so I would say strategize the story you want to tell. Um, Strategize a little bit. It's not just. Here's the art. I'm dropping it. It can be. Like I said, it really depends on the type of artist that you that you are. But I'm noticing that people find value in the story. So work on your story. Figure out what your story is. Figure out what the collection is now your whole account doesn't have to be one story you can have multiple collections with different stories and that's okay and and you know but I would say definitely consider that because that is something that buyers are interested in not all like I said there are different people but um I've noticed it so those are the first steps to minting Consider your project before putting it out there for sure and know that once you put it out there, let's say you put it at a set price and then you regret it and you want to take it down and change the price, you have to pay like a, a gas fee to do all of that. So just make sure that you're you're really like confident in what you're putting out so that in case you get like jittery feet, you don't feel the urge to take everything down and you know, lose money in the process. Be Triple check everything, essentially. Triple check the royalties, the contract that you attach to it. And if you're attaching any functions to your NFT, such as, you know, if you get this NFT, you have access to my Patreon for a year for free, whatever. Uh, make sure that that is like built into the contract in some way. And the way to do that is to get somebody to write a smart contract for you. Um, smart contract is like essentially somebody who like writes code for your NFT and they can make your NFT functional. For example, okay, before I say this, JK Rowling, if you hear this um, and you end up doing this, you need to pay me a million dollars worth of a consulting fee because this is a genius idea. Um, and I'm pretty sure you're problematic. I don't really know. I'm not a Harry Potter stan, but I'm going to use you as an example. J.K. Rowling has so many Harry Potter books, right? I, I don't even know how many. Is it like 8, 10, 12? I don't know. She has them, right? And she has had video games. We've seen video games, right? She has had movies, um but it would be really cool right if she included with her books an audio experience that led you through the world of hogwarts through the metaverse through a vr headset or even through your phone and computer because there are platform now platforms now that allow you to enter these metaverse like worlds without having vr headsets which is really cool because it allows it to be accessible and you can show it to people with ease so she could do something like that and that's what i mean by their endless possibilities there are so many ways that different artists of different mediums can use the nft space because an nft is not just a still image an nft could be an actual world um for example let's say you do want to do world building and you want to let's say you write a book and you write a book about a cabana in the woods and you want to have a digital experience of being at this cabana in the woods why would there be a cabana in the woods there would be a cabin in the woods but not a cabana (laughs) That would definitely be like in brazil or something okay excuse me let's say you wanted that experience right so you could build a cabin in the woods cabin. i can't get over that um you would build a cabin in the woods with a nft vr architect type digital artist and they can make it functional for you like you can go in it and stuff and then you could put it on the marketplace and sell it so that people can jump into that world if they want to they pay for it you know you could have one you know the your number one fan can buy it the person who's really into your book or you can just make it an accessible uh function of buying the book so if you buy the book you automatically get this you you get what i'm saying yeah okay i think i think i explained that well uh what else what else um let's talk about some of the hate that nfts get because they get a lot of hate and i'm not equipped to handle like a someone who's like well versed in political theory and wants to argue with me or, or economics or macroeconomics whatever and wants to argue with me about like how this is bad for humanity because capitalism i'm not equipped to have that argument with you um nor do i even want to try to have the argument with you because i don't care like this is how i see it uh we're living in a capitalist society um people are starving Uh, We're living in a pandemic, and our economic structure is tumbling. Um, Why the fuck not? Like, why are people having an issue with people entering this metaverse world that is sometimes scary and sterile? Why do you have a problem with people doing that for financial gain? I really don't understand why people shit on other people for doing anything for financial gain unless it's some evil shit. But um, (laughs) making cool art online and selling it, like why is this the issue you guys want to attack right now? Sure, corporations, giants, celebrities are profiting off of it, but so are a lot of just nobodies. Sorry, I don't mean nobodies like you're nothing, but you know, just like artists who don't have the level of reach that other people do that those famous people do and they're finally financially well off and I don't understand what the big deal is in in doing so. I've seen so many people say that those people are dirty capitalists. That they are dirty capitalists, that they don't make authentic art, that NFT artists are just money-hungry, nasty people. they don't they don't know the real meaning of art, that they're embarrassing embarrassing the artist of the past blah 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 all of that to me just reads as someone who number one is just so fucking pretentious number two lacks the creativity to see how many cool things can be made with this like just because it's a new form of art and to you it's bad because it's known for uh providing people with a shit ton of money doesn't mean that it can't be cool doesn't mean that it can't be good for example there's a project out called pass the baton um the reason i found out about them was because i followed trayvon martin's mom on Instagram, Sabrina, I believe that's how you pronounce her name. She spells it a little differently. So I hope I'm pronouncing it right. But yes, Sabrina, uh, Trayvon Martin's mom, she was working with them on a project. Um, So basically, it's an NFT project. And its function is to give proceeds over every time the nft the digital art is sold or traded and every time it is traded sold whatever of like a royalty amount a percentage will go straight to a cause that you know is fighting for equality or or whatever the cause is of the person who is behind that nft so the creators of this nft are like tommy smith and someone else uh, I'm looking it up on my phone right now Glenn Kino studio he's the artist and Tommy Smith is an Olympic gold medalist so that's why it's called pass the baton and um so they have different levels of NFTs and the NFTs themselves the images themselves are just like 3D renderings of like cool looking batons essentially And like I said, every time someone buys one and sells it or trades it, a percentage goes to a cause. Um, And one of the causes was, you know, Trayvon Martin's mom and her message and the legacy that she is spreading um, for her son and, you know, the Trayvon Martin Foundation. So that's really cool. And they're working with a whole bunch of other people, a whole bunch of other activists, um, a whole bunch of other organizations. And I just thought that was a really cool approach to the space. And, uh, you know, it wouldn't have caught my eyes had I not been following Trayvon Martin's mom. But um, I just think that's a really interesting person to get involved in the NFT space and I wanted to share that cuz I think that's really cool. And there's also so many projects that I've seen on Twitter and I've heard people talk about um where they you know they put up these NFTs and all of the money that they get from the NFTs when somebody buys them go towards uh housing for the homeless, the houseless, sorry. Um yeah, not towards necessarily feeding them, but actually getting them homes, which is really really cool. You know, so the money goes towards the minting process because you know you have to pay to do that, and towards the housing. And I just find that to be wonderful. They're like, wow, there are so many cool things that can be done in this space. So, anyways, uh, another cool thing about the space now and. The careers that I see coming out of this in the near future are like careers in curating, in gallery design. Um, 3D artists are 100% winning right now. And they will continue to win, especially those 3D architects, those people who can make digital homes. They're going to kill this because what we're moving into next is nft galleries and you know art Basel. there were a few events that had monitors up on the screen and they were nft exhibitions but i mean strictly a virtual reality nft gallery there is a platform called spatial.io they are super cool um, sat on some of their spaces talked to some of the creators and the developers and some of the artists who made rooms for spatial.io and they essentially what they they do is they are a platform for hosting nft galleries nft events i think when they first started off it was just like a virtual world like sims type thing that you can drop into as your own avatar either with a VR set or through your phone or computer. But now they're moving more into into like this curating, like selling room so people can have their own thing going on, their own events going on in their meta world. They're just a platform who provides you with... The ability to build on instead of like doing everything from scratch and figuring out how to make a platform yourself um so i've walked in on people's art galleries you know they design the walls the rooms however they want and they have art up on the walls and that could be a really cool way to introduce one of your pitches you know you make an art gallery That isn't necessarily, you don't necessarily have art on the wall, but you have your pitch on the wall, right? Or it could be, it is your art and you're showing it to other big art galleries who might want to collect your piece or put your piece up in their gallery. Um, It's a whole other way to network and it's impressive. And I definitely think that people should hop on it quick before you know, just get on it first. Like that's what's in, not, it's not like the most important thing, but getting on there before other people are on there and then having it blow up and being an OG on something is not something that everybody gets to say they've done. So, you know, if it's sparking your interest, I would definitely look into it. Spatial.io. Very cool stuff. Um, What else? Yeah, so I think there's a lot of room for job opportunities there and being a curator, whatnot, a designer for someone else's gallery, you know, a business who do- who doesn't want to do it and just wants to hire someone to do it. You know, things like that. There's a lot. There's really a lot. I have a lot of ideas. Um, What else, though? You know, I got a specific question from a fiber artist a fiber artist is uh in the simplest terms is someone who makes textile patterns textile uh pattern design you know for fabric how do you get into it you asked me well here you go i will provide you with the answer this is what you could do and if you don't like this idea i hope at least the idea opens your mind to think about different ways that you can enter the space what you can do is design your pattern you know at home however way you do whether it's with crocheting knitting with wool I don't know however you design on drawing on paper once you have the design that you like take a picture scan it do whatever post it on your nft marketplace of choice and what you can do is have a specific collection that is its function is for designers who are looking for pattern makers so what you do is is you make these cool patterns you put them up on your platform and then you market it you market your nfts as pattern designs so if somebody purchases your purchases your nft they can then go ahead and you know download your nft download your image and turn it into a fabric pattern. They can take your pattern and put it on fabric and now design a piece with the pattern that you designed for them. And what you can do in your contract is make it so that, you know, every square feet that they use, you get a percentage or every whatever your rule is, whatever your ideal payment plan is that's what you can put in the contract and i feel like that's really valuable um because then you know people can't just rip off your designs and if they try to if they try to replicate it again it's easier to combat it's easier to fight for your rights i guess because it's locked in a blockchain and the blockchain is not something that's like exclusive to the laws of your country do you get what i'm saying it's global but again this i'm not saying that this is going to prevent people from stealing and from ripping off people are still always going to do that um but this just protects you and it gives people who like to support other artists an opportunity to work with other artists and to collaborate and yeah. So I hope that, you know, gave you some insight because I really wanted to get that specific question out of the way. And then lastly, another question I got was how do I get involved in my country? Um this person doesn't live in the U S and I will be completely honest with you. I didn't want to avoid this question because I felt like that would be rude. Um, But I like, I don't know the answer to that because I haven't looked into it, but I will say that being in these Twitter spaces, what I have noticed is that there are artists from all over the world in the NFT space people speaking different languages people in China people in Thailand like they're everywhere there are people everywhere and just because I don't really have the answer for you now doesn't mean that I won't have it I will try to ask more questions about that so that I can figure out how this can be accessible for those people who are maybe in countries where even purchasing crypto is like tricky um I don't know but I will look into it again I didn't want to just pretend like I didn't get the question I think it would that would just be rude so I'll just address it and be honest I don't know um but I will try to find out and I will certainly help you um yeah I'm sorry I wish I had a better answer for that but I don't just yet I think that pretty much concludes most of the questions that I had um, asked me. I think I touched on pretty much what's important. Um, I'd want to address the hate one more time. The NFT haters. It's just a JPEG. I can copy and paste it. Like I said, yeah, you can, but there's no ownership. You can't trade it. You can't make money off of it. And if you do and it's fake... It's laughable. Everybody can see it on the blockchain. Nobody wants a fake. Uh, Especially not when everybody can look back at it and trace it and be like, oh my god, it's a fake. Okay. (laughs) Um, And those of you who want to argue its value, go ahead and argue until your head turns red. It's clearly valuable to some people because people are making millions. So... You can have that conversation all you want, but in 20, 30, 40 years, when people have enough money to sustain their entire fucking bloodline for the next five generations, don't get mad that you missed an opportunity. And if you think I'm being dramatic and thinking way too far into the future, that's fine. That's fine. You can't make people see the wave, you can't make people feel the wave just got to let it hit them i guess stop shitting on people for the way that they want to make money just because somebody just because you like to make free art doesn't mean that somebody else should be a starving artist i don't fuck with that you that's so not cool to tell people that they're not real artists that they're an embarrassment to art Because they're participating in the space. This is going to be in history books. This is a whole new movement of art. And you're just a hater. Honestly. And you lack the creativity. And the confidence. And the risk taking in your blood to participate. Um, And that's fine. I, you'll find other ways to make money. I'm sure of it. God provides for all. You'll be cool. But um, leave people alone. Let people do what they need to do. There are murderers, killers, pedophiles, rapists in the world. Like, go spread some of your stupid hate onto them. And if you want to shit on a capitalist, like, go talk to, like, a fucking bajillionaire, okay? Leave people who <laughs> alone, people who wanna sell their art. Like, you're so fucking annoying, okay? Let me stop being rude. That's all I have to say. Bye! Wait, that was not all I had to say. I also have to say this. If you are a creative person, you consider yourself an artist, you consider yourself a visionary, right? You have these intense visions, but you're not organized. You need a idea generator. Now, you may argue that a visionary is an idea generator. Yes. But the thing is, is that sometimes visionaries just have an end vision and they have no idea what steps they need to take, what ideas need to be implemented in order to see that end vision. And they need a little assistance there. So if you are a visionary Look out for idea generators. Look out for people who can help pivot your ideas in one direction or the other so that you can get closer to your vision. It's important to recognize that talent in people. It's important to recognize the the talents that other people have. Because in this space, there's really no moving in it completely alone. If you want your projects to... be super functional what I mean you know because that you can do everything alone don't get me wrong you totally totally can but like if you're thinking big like I said you're an author and you want to build these worlds you can't do that all on your own if you want to really stretch your mind into the craziest possibilities that this medium can bring you will not be able to do it alone um so Be ready. Be ready to see what you need. Think about what you need in other people. Think about the functions that you'll need and pay attention. Look around. And if you don't know where to look, ask me. I have the hookups, okay? Okay, now that's all I have to say. Bye.